right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy, Jerry G. What is up, everybody? It is the first of the month, Wednesday morning, November 1st, big dog. Dia de los muertos. That's right, homie. Uh, the day after Halloween. How's the Halloween hangover? I hope you guys had a good one. I've uh, been crazy busy last couple of days, fool. So uh, well, let's get to it, doc. A lot to cover. A uh, lot to cover, man. Hopefully, we'll talk a little bit about Halloween. Uh, I did a little trick-or-treating. Took out the kids and shit, you know? Sasen muy big boys until the day of, right? They're, all week, they're like, I'm not going to trick-or-treat. I'm too old for that. I'm not going to trick-or-treat. I'm too old for that. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to take Nicolás, dog. So if y'all want to come, you can come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. We're going. We're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I get a mask? Can I get a costume? Can I get a little? Yeah, all right. Me just, I'm fucking whatever, dog. But it was all good. We went out here to HP, to the big back city of HP, uh, to the nice part of Huntington Park. Walnut Park out there, Hope Street, Mountain View, Flower Street. That's the nice, ooh, that's the goals, baby. If you're in HP, truly is, dog. When I was growing up, man, if y'all know about HP, if you know, you know. Huntington Park, Walnut Park. So Walnut Park is a part of Huntington Park, I guess. We share the same zip code, but they're like, uh, they don't have HPPD there. They have like sheriffs overseeing them. So whatever that is, jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jurisdiction, dog. I don't know what that means, bro. All I know is that people who live in Walnut Park go to Huntington Park High School. People who live in Walnut Park have a 90255 aerial code. People who live in Wana Park are usually homeowners, you know. That's the difference. Other than that, it's nicer there, obviously. There's less apartments. I was just telling my kids because they're explaining, like, I was, I was, you know, as we're walking and trick-or-treating and bonding, right, they're asking me, like, what makes Wana Park so much better and nicer than Huntington Park, but yet it's Huntington Park, and I'm exclaiming, I'm trying to explain this to you guys who are listeners who are, are not familiar with this area, dog, all right? Basically, like, like, I, like I mentioned, Harino Park is a fucking city, little hood, it's beautiful. Within that city, there's a little pocket called One, Walnut Park. It's about, I don't know what, six, seven blocks of residential homes who are, that are, you know, nice homes, pretty houses, not huge houses, pretty houses. You know, you could tell that most of them are homeowners. I'm sure a lot of them are rented as well. A lot of them are rentals, of course. But most of them are, I would say the majority are homeowners. And when I was growing up, man, I wasn't, I wasn't that, I wasn't that part of side of town, fool. I was in the hood side of town. We're in the fifties, dog. In the fifties, we used to call the fifty dirty hood. 50 Dirty Hood because it was from 55th Street, 56th Street, 57th Street, 58th Street, right? After that, yeah, I empezaban otras calles, but those, those four blocks of 50s were, you know, pretty hood, dog. You could say pretty hood. I was on 58th Street, homie. All right, that was my hood. All of it known as the 50 Dirty Hood. Um. Anyways, total opposite side of town from Walnut Park, dog. Total, that's the other. That's the other end. 
all right? So, but I used to go over there for kids' parties, you know. Uh, a lot of my friends lived out there from school. I remember going over there. Like, that's the first time I ever saw a pool in a backyard. I fuck, I was, like, in middle school, eighth grade party. I was invited to an eighth grade party. Some girl was throwing it. And it was the summer break party. And I went. And I'm, I'm an HP. I don't, again, guys, at this time, at this moment of time, I would never leave Huntington Park. I was like the Truman Show, compa. I didn't know anything beyond, beyond Florence Avenue, beyond Alameda, beyond Atlantic, beyond Biche Vernon. I didn't know anything past that, fool. And I'm exaggerating a little bit, of course, but I'm talking about a kid who never left town, you know? I didn't know about South Central. I didn't know about East LA. I didn't know about Downey. I didn't know about Long Beach. I didn't know about these areas, fool. All I knew is that Huntington Park. So when I went to this party in Huntington Park, in Walnut Park, the nicer part, this girl threw a, a summer party and I went to it. It was literally legit. I was in eighth grade. 14 years old, probably, fool. 13, 14. First time seeing a pool on someone's backyard. A real pool. Not just a fucking above ground shit. Real pool. And I tripped out, fool. And I was like, look, people live, this bitch is rich. This is a rich bitch that I'm, this house is fucking rich people, dog. I look back, of course, now that I'm looking back. The the pool is all they had. Like, they had no yard, fool. Like, the backyard was the pool. Because, you know, it's not a big square foot unit place, but it's a house with a pool. Um, but I was so impressed, fool. And I felt so poor, dog. I just felt poor. I always felt poor, less than anybody, everybody, everywhere I went. Yo tenía vergüenza, güey, de la pobreza, güey. Yo tenía vergüenza, güey. But that's fine, because that's, I remember that's, that's what would, would drive me. To be somebody, be something. Not that, I, not that I am yet, but this drive is part of the drive. It's part of the reason I still tell you guys that I still like living in Huntington Park. Living in Huntington Park continues to give me the drive to be somebody, to succeed. Knowing, like, I still live in Huntington Park. I ain't shit, dog. I ain't shit, fool. And that's the mentality. And I think I need that for my psyche sometimes. Cause I do get a little lazy, right? All of us, the 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 grind, the wear and tear, it gets to you, fool. It does, right? Um, and you're like, okay, I like you know, I go out, I do you know, I do my thing, I do my shows, I get paid well, all this and that. I got a little fame, nothing crazy. People make you, you know, they blow your head up. People tell you, oh, you're so funny. You're the best. You're my favorite. You're awesome. You're this, you're that. And that could get to you, of course. That could blow up your ego. But my ego gets deflated as I'm getting off the fucking 710 freeway on Florence Avenue and drive all the way back to this hood-ass town, you know, with fucking pit bulls roaming around the streets, homeless people taking shits. In the corner by my house, that's when I realized I ain't shit yet, fool. I ain't shit yet. I still got a lot of work ahead of me. All right. 
Uh, fuck, I don't even know what happened, what was going on with all this uh, little rant. Anyways, the point was that I went back to that hoodie. I was in I was in Walnut Park yesterday, trick-or-treating, all right? And first of all, I mean, I don't do this. I don't Obviously, I don't get out like this much often. I was out there walking the streets with the kids, with my boo. And sure enough, it was cool. I got recognized a lot, which is awesome. You know, it was it's flattering to see people coming up to you, want to take a picture with you as you're trick-or-treating. And like, yo, man, what's up, big fan? And look at who's here. Like, I'm walking up to people's houses like, oh, my God, there's a fucking celebrity coming to my house. I know, right? I know. It feels it feels good. And if the kids, like, you know, the kids, I can tell the kids really feel proud about that, too. The kids get all like, oh, look, Mr. Jerry, famous Jerry G came to their house. Look at him. And they're like, taking, people take pictures. I took, I must have taken about like five, six, seven pictures yesterday with people uh, walking around the streets of HP. And, and that's nice, bro. Like, I mean, even this one guy was like, this guy right here, your dad's putting HP on the map. Your father's putting HP on the map, man. Be proud of your dad. And I'm like, yeah, I hope the motherfuckers are proud of this motherfucker, dog. Um, but it, it was cool. I had a fucking blast, bro. And also, what I was trying to get at, besides complimenting myself, <laughs> I was trying to compliment the actual town, the city itself. Huntington Park, man, is not known for the best trick-or-treating uh, you know, locations, right? Not known for that. But yesterday, at least the blocks that I blocked, walked, and I only blocked, I only walked two blocks, two long ass blocks. Each block is like a mile, fast way. From for for those of you who know, I Y K Y K Y, we walk from Seville, Seville, uh, Flower, and walked. East, all the way, from Seville all the way to State Street, dog. So Seville, and then we cross Mountain View, and all the way. If you know from Mountain View to State Street, that's at least that's a mile itself right there for at least three quarters, if not more. Add the other Mountain View from Seville, that's another at least a quarter mile, at least, if not half. So it's at least a mile to a little past a mile. Walk, turn right, walk down state, make a right. Now, the next block is Hope Street. And, yeah. So, yeah. Okay? Uh, it was turned up, fool. It was turned up. And a lot of the houses were giving candy. A lot of the houses were all about it, having a good time, music, haunted houses. Just a great, great scene, man. It, it was... Uh, it was it it was definitely a lot of activity out there for for sure, um, and I had a blast, man. I had a good time. The kids had a good time. My teenagers had a good time. Nicolas got a gang of candy. It was cool, man. We started early. It was dope, man. It was really really dope. Hope you guys had a good one. I hadn't done that in a while. Trying trying to tell you, bro. I haven't I haven't done this in a while. I haven't trick or treated like this. Uh, in the past, I've gone to like a Sousa. Walk around a little bit of a Sousa, you know, just me, Nikki, and my boo, whatever, or just me and Nikki if the boo and I are on a break, and then just go do my thing, bring them back home, I get back to HP, so forth and so on. Or she takes them, or whatever. Or obviously, if Halloween's on a weekend, I got a show, I'm not around, so forth and so on. So I haven't been able to do this. My kids are getting older, you know, they're not as excited anymore. But this time they were. They were all about it. They were all about it, and they're glad they went. They were like they were really happy. They went. It was it was cool, man. Uh yeah. 
lot of hot ass moms out there. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Ladies, keep doing what you're doing out there, man. Sexy ass women out there trick or treating with their kids. Oh my goodness. Oh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, fool, that's uh, uh, uh I was con- trying to compliment HP at the end of the day. The whole this whole thing was to compliment HP that that area, at least that area of Huntington Park, it's doing it right, you know, doing it right. Uh, a lot of activity, a lot of candies, a lot of good fun. Because for a while there, we're talking about like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, early 2000s, Huntington Park was not the place you want to be for trick-or-treating, dog. It wasn't. It was It was getting kind of grimy out here for a little bit there. And that's what happens. It goes up and down. But I think right now we're very definitely on a good momentum. I could Obviously, I'm scoping out these homes, these houses as I'm walking around the neighborhood, the block. A lot of these houses are very you know, well-kept, taken care of, upgraded, up, you know, re- renovated. To home, new owners, new homeowners, a lot of home, a lot of young people out there in the driveway giving candy. Young people like my age, Wes, my age being homeowners now, growing up. It's it's definitely it's definitely good, man. Before, era más hood. You could tell it's more like gente rentando or broken down or deadbeats or over. Just you could just smoke. You could, it's just so. Uh, I remember back in the day, like when Diego and Adrian were younger, seven, eight, nine, and I would go to. Wanna park or whatever to go. We're talking about like almost 10 years ago, like 10 years ago. Tis the season to send us someone special, a special something. And East LA Edible Arrangements got your back. That's right. The holidays are coming. Halloween is up down the corner. Lego Thanksgiving. Lego all of a sudden is Christmas. Ike Kwanzaa. Ike Boxing Day. Está cabrón. And it's also Libra and Capricorn season. And those people are very needy. Make sure you hook them up with something very special, very delicious, and very healthy at East LA Edible Arrangements. You can look them up on the IG at edible underscore East LA or call them directly at 323-832-9551. Tell them Jerry Garcia sent you and you get free delivery and who knows, maybe a free candy apple if you ask nicely. Si Dios quiere. All right. Shout out to the owner, small business owner, Miss Sally. Thank you for all the support. Thank you so much for supporting Jerry Garcia and the It's Not My Weekend podcast. Gracias. Late. A lot of motherfuckers drinking in the driveway, smoking weed, cutting their pit bulls out, fucking asshole people that are not, you know, you go, you go like 10, 12, 15 houses before you get a house that has, is giving candy out. This time it was like average wise, probably every fifth house. Every fifth house or so is giving out candy. That's a really good ratio. That's a really good ratio. There was a while. I remember one time we went. We walked down those same streets when the, my kids were little. Nah, wait. Nah, I remember it wasn't that. It wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. So I'm trying to tell you is that you know it's good, man. It's good. I love to see my little city do its thing, dog. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, honey, don't. Huntington Park, fool, it's, it's been a shit, fool. Um, I remember when I was a kid, though, and I think I shared this story before. I know I've shared it on American Wannabes. I'm not sure if I shared it on this. I'm, I'm pretty sure I have. I've been doing this a few years now, this podcast. But I want to real quick share about my story about, look, my I, I have to share it because the reason I share it is because my boy, who I still talk to, you know, we still keep in touch. Every year, dog, every Halloween, he'll text me, dog, bro, 
it's another year. Another year passes by, and we could have died on this day. We could have been dead on this day. We're like in our forties now, bro. This literally happened thirty years ago. Thirty years, yeah, literally. I was thirteen. I'm forty-three now, dog. My boy was fifteen. He's a couple years older than me. He's forty-five, dog. And I'll tell you the story. It was three of us. Shout outs to my homie Rene Mendoza, one of my best friends, childhood friends, growing up. Not sure if he listens to the podcast, but he's still out there living in Whittier, living his best life, all married and shit, all old, doing his thing. Rene Mendoza and my other brother, family, consider this guy a cousin, uh, Miguel, lying his way, uh, out there. He's out here living in fucking uh, Escondido, way, here in San Diego, and uh, also living his best life with his family. All grown up, grown ass people, die. But 30 years ago, 30 years ago, we were kids, idiot, dumbass kids. And we decided for Halloween that we're going to egg motherfuckers, all right? And so I remember it wasn't my idea. I've never been a big fan of shit like that. But I know somebody's idea. I'm not going to name names. But, you know, I, I was a follower that day, and I said, fuck it, I'm down. So if you guys, for those of you who know, know, girl, I grew up at 58th Street in Seville. 58th Street, Huntington Park, right across the street between 58 and 57 it lies an elementary school. There's an elementary school, Pacific Avenue Elementary School. That's where we could hang out, play soccer, play basketball, fuck around, climb the roofs, jump the roofs, do all kinds of shit, dog. We used to tear up that fucking school, you know, in la, in la, in la tarde, we, in la noche, we. Many times we had school police chasing us out of that fucking campus, dog, because we were fucking around too much, dog. You know, setting off alarms, breaking into classrooms. The thing, because this this specific school, and it's not really, it's still like that now, but less of. But back in those days, that school, reason we didn't go to that school as kids was because that was a special needs school. So only special needs schools would go to this site, to this campus. You know, wheelchair kids, Down syndrome kids, you know, amputee kids. Special needs kids, die, You know? And so because of that, there was a lot of fun toys in that fucking campus, die. Tricycles, huge fucking balls, bro. Huge handballs. Um, low, low basketball rims that we can dunk on. They had a swimming pool in there, dog. Classrooms had a lot of fun toys in there. So every once in a while, as teenagers, we would break into this fucking school in the classrooms, in the hallways. To grab these things, fool. Um, we will squeeze in through gates, squeeze in. We see, we find unlocked doors, and we was, you know, we fucking break into these fucking schools. We had a blast. And uh, Fernie knows about this shit, Chaton. He was in that hood too. He fit the A Street also. So we used to do this shit. Had a lot of fun in that school time. And so one year we're like, hey man. This fucking, uh, because we think now we're teenagers, right? We're 13, 14, and 15, and we think we're little badasses who don't want to trick-or-treat anymore, right? We're too old for that, of course, right? So instead, we're like, hey, man, let's, how about we egg motherfuckers who come by here, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, I guess. I'm down, whatever, fool. We went to go buy eggs. We bought like two or three dozens. I think a dozen each. It was three of us. And so we go up to this uh, roof in the school. We go to the campus of the school. We climb the roof. 
and we sit in the roof waiting for motherfuckers to walk by that street, right? But for some reason, it was pretty dead, that that street that we're, like, waiting for people to walk by. It was pretty dead. It was dark. It's a dark street, you know, small little street, Seville. And there wasn't a lot of activity going on. So we just waited there for a long time. We became restless. We became bored. Some people, and then people that would walk by, you know, nos arrepentíamos, wey. Like, we wouldn't do it. Like, there was a, a lady with her fucking baby carriage with her little kids, a dad with his kids, a family with little kids. And we'd be like, nah, nah, don't be a dick, fool. Nah, nah, don't be a dick. Nah, not them, fool, not them. Our plan was to bomb other teenagers, right? Teenagers, not to bomb families, not to bomb little kids. That wasn't the intention, right? But no pasaban muchos teenagers, wey. No pasaban muchos teenagers. In una de estas, wey, we see two uh, people walking, two men, well, two people walking by, and we see them coming. They're like, all right, there's two fuckers coming, dog. Let's, let's get them, for they look old enough. They look like teenagers, dog. Let's get them. And we're like, all right, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And sure enough, it's two fucking cholos, bro. Uh, late teens, 18, 19, 20, 21, motherfuckers, dog. Yeah, it's dark. Well, we can't really see well. But as they get closer, we realize it's a grown-ass man. And so, but it's too late now. Now we're up. We've talked, our, we hopped ourselves up. And we get up and we start bombing away, motherfucker. And we start bombing away. We start bombing these fools, throwing eggs at these fools, right? And I, we probably hit a couple, a, a couple of them a couple times. Sure enough, these motherfuckers see where their eggs are coming from. They see us. And they're, I remember them just like looking up and pointing. And they're like, there, motherfucker, they're right there. Let's get them. Let's get them. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, no. And fool, again, I'm 13. At the highest peak of my physical speed and, and skill, right? I wasn't too worried about getting caught, but I was worried about getting caught. I know I was fast enough, and I could climb these roofs. I know these roofs. So I, I tell let's just let us bounce. One of my homies, Rene Mendoza, a little chunky on the chunkier side, but fast. Still a, still a foot, right? Quick on his feet. And Miguel also in good shape. Skinny dude, fast guy. And so we all get up. They get up. They come out. So they, climb the, they have to climb a fence to get to the roof. Jump from the fan, top of the fence to the roof to get to us. That's a hard task to do. Not easy to do that. Bro, but they did it. Oh my God, did they do it? And they did it quickly. Cause at first I was like, they can't get to us, fool. Look at these motherfuckers. They can't get to us. They're fucking. They gotta jump a lot of ways to get us. It's not easy. Before we know it, these motherfuckers are on the roof with us. Oh my God. So now they're on the roof, running on the roof with us. Oh, we're dead, bro. The roof is dark. Very dangerous to run up on the fucking dark roof. Not like the movies, guys. Running on the roof. Roof runs out. Building runs out. Got to make a choice. Got to jump off the roof and land hopefully safely and then keep going and keep running. And then I got to climb a fence to get out of the school. And we all split up. Three of us split up. There's two of them, three of us. All right. Two of us are going to get chased. One of them is going to get away clean. Turns out, I think Renee is the one that got away clean. 
One of those fools starts chasing my ass, bro. And he grabs me. I'm climbing that fence. He grabs my foot, dog. He grabs my foot. And he's trying to pull me down. And he was like, and of course, he's at, at this time, he's also, you're dead, motherfucker. You are dead, you fucking, you are dead, you motherfucker. Get down. Fucking get down. He has a good grasp on the right, my right foot and leg. And I'm, oh, I'm like, oh, leave me alone, man. Leave me alone. You know, do you do the panic? It wasn't me, man. It wasn't me. Oh, my goodness. Whatever I have to say, bro, I'll suck your dick, man. Please leave me alone. I, I mean, I didn't say that, but I wanted to. And I'm like, oh, God, please, it wasn't me. Grammy, he, and he loses his grip, lets me look, you know, loses my grip. I get off, and I jump off that fucking fence. I fly, motherfucker. I fly like I've never flied in my life. And I'm running, and I'm dodging, and I'm weaving. This motherfucker's right behind me, bro. He's fucking on me. And I'm running like I've never run before in my life. I was so scared, fool. Like, if this motherfucker grabs me, I am going to get my ass whooped. No one else is around. We've all went our separate ways, dog. I'm running, I'm running. And una de esas, like, I'm, I'm on 58th Street. I'm, we're, like, basically in the corner of 58 in Seville. So now I'm running towards 57, towards the corner of 57 in Seville. Next block over. I'm running as fast as I can. Running. It's about a quarter mile full. And I'm running my ass off. I run through. I'm running. Now I've run through the street. There's cars. There's people. There, there's trick-or-treaters, fool. There's traffic, fool. There's commotion. There's activity, and I'm running through fucking cars and everything. And that fool's on my ass, fool. And una de esas, I, thank God, the, somewhere he slowed down. And there's a, a, after after 57 towards 56th Street, I'm running from 57 to 56th Street. In between that, there's an alley. There's a dark alley. And I cut left on the dark alley, fool. I just losing them for like a little bit. I'm probably like 20 yards or something, fool. And I fucking make, I remember making a left on that alley, fool. Dark alley. Dark alley. And there's cars parked in the alley. Right? And so now I go left and I just slide like I'm sliding into home base, fool. Like I stole home home base, bro. Slide in head first under a car, fool. A low-ass car, fool. A car that I could barely squeeze my skull through, bro. And I squeezed down underneath that car, fool. And I just laid there flat, fool. Like, like Mission Impossible, fool. Like, arms open, legs open, fool. Like, widespread, fool. Underneath, oil, all oil on me, fool. Grease, fool. I, I call it a dirty alley, bro. And I'm just there. Just trying not to, like, breathe loud, fool. And I, I just fucking hear. And then I just, sure enough, yeah, three seconds after I do that. Here comes a motherfucker running past and runs back, runs past the car, fool. And he keeps running, fool, obviously losing me. Y ahí me quedé, güey. Me quedé en el carro, abajo el carro, güey. I didn't want to leave there, fool. I felt that was the safest place ever, dog. I, I thought about just, might as well just sleep here till the morning, dog. Might as well, fool. Like, if I, I felt that once I get out of there, motherfuckers are going to be there waiting for me. Or what? Or see me and grab me, and I'm dead, fool. And I didn't want to leave that. I don't want to leave under that car, fool. I wanted to stay in that car forever, under that car forever. Um, but after like five, ten minutes, obviously I got tired. And uh, 
So after like five, ten minutes, I started like picking up my head, picking up my head, looking, see around, and sure enough, he was not around anymore. And uh, I got out, all dirty food, all the grass, I weigh, aceite, weigh, greaseful, all up on me. Dog. I don't give a fuck. I think I had a scrape on my hand, bro. Um, and I just ran home for him. Um, of course, we're talking about this is like what nineteen ninety three is a number, right? There's no cell phones, fool. There's not. There's not any any beepers at the time. Um, I ran home. I ran home, scared as fuck, fool. And we, and of course, I just went home. Mom's like, you know, qué pasó? Nada. I was oh nada, me caí, dude. I was estaba bien oscuro, me trompecé, and I fell and shit, man. It's like oh, baby, cállate, I go to bed, whatever, fuck. It wasn't that late. It was probably nine thirty, ten, the latest, fool. It wasn't even that late. Um, whatever. My mom's just happy that I'm home and not that late. And so whatever, I get home, I get home, and I'm just like freaking out, fool. What just happened, fool? Now I'm thinking about my other friends, dog. Did they get away safe? We all went our separate ways. We don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to them. I can't call their house. I'm supposed to be with them. I can't. And uh, so I'm home. I'm safe. I'm good. But I was worried about my boys. And... Um, I couldn't sleep. I remember I couldn't sleep that night. And then the next day was school night. Obviously, it was school night. So the next day was school. And that's where I was going to see my boys the next day at school. And let me tell you, that next that morning when I saw my friends at school, man, I was so relieved. When we all, well, we all were, dog. We all just stared at each other. And we if we want, we hugged, bro. Like, honestly, I mean, I remember Miguel like came up to me and like hugged me, fool. And it's like, he's like, I thought you were dead, bro. I saw him grabbing your leg and I thought you were dead, bro. Like, I saw him grab you. How did you get away, dog? And I'm like, no, say, I don't know. I just tried and tried. I, you know, I offered him to blow him and he didn't want to let go. And he let go. I don't know. I don't know. He was just like so relieved to see me because he was the older. He was the older guy in the group, right? And so he was just like so relieved, and I was like, "All right, man." In fact, I was ninth grade because he was in tenth grade for him. So yeah, we we're already in high school for him. Um, and then Renee, we saw Renee later, and Renee was like, "I don't think nobody cheats Renee for because Renee was like, yeah, I just went home, fool. Like I just ran home. I was good." I was like, "You motherfucker!" And he was a chunkier one. If they were gonna grab any of us, it could have. It should have been him. He was the easiest to get to. And, uh, but he got lucky. They didn't chase him. And, uh, I don't know where I was. I was wondering about those guys. I was wondering about the guys who chased us. If they were ever, if they recognized us, if they knew who we were. It's a small neighborhood, fool. Um, I was always worried about the, just one day just getting clocked in the back of my head. Like, motherfucker, I got you. I was, I, was, I, were, I looked over my shoulder for a few months after that, dog. At least through December, for sure. Um. Uh, it was a worry sometime. I remember being out late, like, oh, shit, what have run into these guys? Like, who are these guys? Where are they from? I don't remember. Like, it was dark, guys. It really was dark. And I just know they were bald, and they had baggy clothes, and they were up to no good also. So I know there was uh, not very good people that were after us. And I was scared, fool. And that was Halloween, fool. That was Halloween 1993. And my boy, Miguel, is the one that still... Rene doesn't really bring it up because I don't think it was that much of a a stress for him. Like I said, I remember him saying, like, oh, I just went straight home, fool. Like, I just ran home. 
I could have left and I saw this guy's coming. I just fucking ran the other way. But Miguel, I was like, he, he'll he'll text me like every year, like, bro, another year, every this year, this time last, you know, twenty years ago, twenty five years ago, we could have been dead. We could have been like, yeah, fool, we could have, yeah, all right, fool, I get it, dog. I know, fool, we survived. I get it. <laughs> uh, it was very impactful for him too. Uh, he said that, yeah, he just ran outran the dude. He got chased for like a half a block or two blocks, and the guy he just outran him. He was fast. He was one of the faster guys. And he just he ran, and then after that, he said he was like looking for me, that he went walk walking around the neighborhood looking for me, and he just eventually went home, and he was like super scared. Like Taminel, he wanted to come to my house or call my house, but it was like ten o'clock already, and you know he was scared of my parents saying something or asking like why would you think he's not here, or or him calling and me not being home. He was afraid of that. He was afraid of him calling and my, freaking out my parents. Like I thought he was with you, kind of shit. Yeah, fool. So that was that, bro. Yeah. 30, 30, 30 minutes. Ugh. All right, man. Let me take a quick break, dog. And I got a couple other things uh, to talk about. I got some chat outs and uh, we'll take it from there. All right. All the way. All right. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, man. That was my scary story of uh, my Halloween scary story for you guys. Uh, yeah, it was pretty impactful, man. It was pretty impactful. Uh, I do think about sometimes, like, hey, man, what if I would have got caught? I, I would have just got my ass beat down, right? Just depending on how bad, pretty much. <laughs> um, all right, quick shout-out. Like, I want to give a, man, there's been so many birthdays, fool, and I'm sorry for those people who I'm forgetting, dog, but I do want to give a quick happy birthday. It's already November 1st, and I'm sorry, compa. Uh, October 5th was the homie Fernie Jacinto's birthday. Happy birthday, Fernie Jacinto. Big, big homie. Compa, that's always there for me, driving me to the airport, picking me up from the airport, watching over the kids, dog. And he's uh, been a lot of help throughout my whole life. And I want to thank you. I did forget his birthday. He reminded me this week, like, hey, bro, I never got my birthday shout out from you, dog, on your podcast. And I'm like, oh, man, my bad for my bad, dog. Uh, yeah, for happy birthday, compa, dog. Um, yeah, dude, October has a lot of birthdays for a lot of Libras out there. For every show I go to, there's been at least three, four birthdays out there, man. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of birth, uh, speaking of uh, shows, bro. Yeah, so let me give you an update. I was in Alaska, in Alaska, no, my miss, way. Yeah, pretty much, right? I was in Canada, Edmonton, Canada, this last weekend. And I remember last, last, I think last week I told you guys, oh, I'm gonna, I'm not looking forward to it. It's gonna be minus fifteen degrees. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna freeze. How are these people even doing the show? I freaked out, bro. I gotta be honest with you, dude. I was like, what the f minus 15? How's a plane even gonna land in minus 15, dog? Like, how's a plane even gonna work in the air like that, bro? It's not gonna freeze over. Um I panicked, bro, because the guy, I, I the the pro promoter and I were in contact through WhatsApp, right? Uh shout out to the homie Danny, bro, the promoter out there. He was dope as fuck. Uh so he's like, we were always keeping in touch through through WhatsApp. So and when, you know, you'll be like, hey, bro, make sure you bundle up, make sure you dress warm, make sure you wear uh, layers. It's minus, it's going to be minus 15 the weekend you're here. Like, oh, and then th this weekend when you're coming, it's going to be minus 15. Make sure you bundle up. Freaking me out, bro. I'm telling everybody, bro. I'm telling my family, my friends, like, bro, what is one minus 15? What does that even feel like? Why are even people out, dude? Why are people even, why are we having this fucking show? The coldest I felt. I, I, I've it's probably the the freeze over in Texas. Remember in the what was that? Was it before the pandemic? 
uh, it must have been right before the pandemic. I think. Yeah, it was right. It was 2020. The pandemic started in March. This freeze over was in February because I was there out there for Valentine's Day weekend. I did Corpus Christi. I did San Antonio. And I think that's it. after that, everything got canceled. And it was a freeze over, right? Remember, it was a huge freeze over in Texas. I got stuck out there for many days after my shows. All the shows were canceled. Valeo madre, we. And it did drop. It, it dropped to like the teens. If you remember, right? That's the coldest I've ever felt in my life. I felt that fucking cold out there, bro. It was pretty bad, right? Power outages. People didn't have heaters. Remember that shit? Yeah, I was in a hotel. I was stuck in a hotel. Like, I was there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then the freeze over happened like Saturday or Sunday. Like, I remember they canceled my Sunday show. I had a Sunday show because Valentine's Day was like that Saturday or Friday. So I had shows all weekend for Valentine's Day. They canceled Sunday. Yeah, Friday and Saturday was cold as fuck. I remember it was super cold, but the show still went on. That's when the freeze started to come in. And then so Sunday, yeah, valió. Yeah, everything shut down. Power outages were going on. Yeah, valió. Everyone stay indoors. Don't come out. La chingada. Okay. I was supposed to fly out Monday. I was supposed to fly out Monday. And that never happened, right? So they canceled the flights. Oh, flights canceled. Everything's grounded. Airports are closed. So now I'm I'm in Monday. Now, like, I'm supposed to check out of my hotel room Monday. Obviously, I've got nowhere to go. I have to. Now I'm on my own pocket here food like the hotels were provided by the venues until monday after monday i'm on my own food so now i'm paying like 120 bucks a day just say the good news is that the good news is that uh that hotel was one of the few hotels that the power was working that had hot water people were like swarming to these hotels so all the holiday inns and marriott's trying to find shelter warmth heating hot water they were looking so all these hotels were getting filled up fast so Yo, it was day by day. For me, it was like, I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow, Tuesday. I don't know when my flight's going to come back. So I was getting my hotel every day, like paying 120 every day. Here's 120. Here's 120. Here's 120. And and uh, they're giving me actually a cheap rate because those are like $160, $180 hotels. But they're like, all right, you, you're, you've been staying here. We're going to get you a little better rate. So I'm staying there. And every day, fool, my hotel keeps getting pushed back. I mean, my flight canceled, canceled. I'm going to start desesperando, way. Because now, first of all, I'm stuck in a hotel. I got no food. Everything's closed around me. I got no car. I got no, no, there's no Ubers. It's bad, bro. Like, I'm just eating off snacks in the hotel and whatever they can provide for continental breakfast. And it was bad, fool. It was horrible. Cold as fuck. I, I would come out. I was, there was like a restaurant like three blocks away that was still like trying to stay open, little Mexican restaurant. And I would try and walk to that place. Dude, I would walk like halfway and I was freezing my ass off where I couldn't feel my face. No, it was literally like in the teens. It was like 8, 9, 10, 12 degrees. And I would walk back. I would come back home. I'm like, nah, bro, I can't. I can't do this. Now, as soon as I would come out, me pegaba al pinche frío, wey. And obviously, I, didn't, I wasn't prepared for this type of storm. So I didn't have, I didn't have the attire for it, the layers, you know. And it was horrible. That's the coldest I've ever felt. The coldest. I ended up flying back until Thursday. Full. In fact, I had a show in Arizona that Thursday, so I had to fly into Arizona. Oh, it was bad. Anyways, that's the coldest I felt. And that was like minus 15, full. It dropped to like 10. 
I mean, not minus 15. 15 degrees positive Fahrenheit. Minus 15. Okay. So now this motherfucker shitting me up for minus 15, dog. I'm just, oh, my is fucking with my head, right? I'm like, all right, uh, minus 15 it is. Let's do this. Let's layer up. And I went to get a Target wake. I bought beanies. I got a gloves. I got pitch of leathery gloves, uh, uh, earmuffs. I got a scarf. I got a neck warmer. I got those thermals, those onesies. Wait, no, wait. I, I spent like almost $200, fool. I'm, I'm literally legit. If you've been to Target, you know what I'm talking about. I spent at least about 180 to 200 bucks and all this bullshit ass thermals, get thick socks. Get, I bought all kinds of shit, fool. I panicked, right? Dude, I'm prepared. I'm ready to go, fool. I got the onesie pants, fool. The, the, the thermal pants. I got all layers. I got sweater. I got a jacket. Throw the way. I look like a fucking... Like I'm going to Alaska, fool. Like literally, fool. I look an Eskimo die. And then I finally... So I leave fully that morning. So I'm only there for one night. That's another reason. Like there was supposed to be two shows. There was supposed to be a Friday show and a Saturday show. Friday show got canceled like a few like a few days before, so he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, we're good. No, there's no show Friday, uh, just Saturday." I said, "That's cool, dog. I'm down with that. Less time I have to spend in that fucking weather. I'm I'm good. I'm good." So now I that's a good news. So I flew in Saturday morning instead of Friday. So I slow I flew in Friday morning, Saturday morning, and I was gonna be back Sunday, dog. So it was a cool little turnaround, twenty four hour trip. So I'm like, I could take this weather for 24 hours, dog. I just, you know, won't come out much. Well, I get there, dog. I get to Edmonton. First of all, Edmonton, Canada, bro. Edmonton, Canada is like an oil, it's an oil land, bro. It's all, it's like Texas. Edmonton, Edmonton, Canada is the Midland Odessa of Texas, of Canada, bro. It's just a flat, flat land, ugly weather, blue collar workers, Oil, oil refineries everywhere, fool. Oil refineries everywhere, dog. No, no hay nada bonito, wey. You know? No está feo, wey. Pero no hay nada bonito, wey. It's just flat, white snow. Just oil refineries everywhere, dog. That's their NHL team is the Edmonton Oilers, dog. All right? Now it makes sense. So that's what it is, fool. And it's up north Canada. North. All right? So, but it's a city. It's also a big city, dog. And so I get there, fool. Not impressed, right? I'm like, all right, whatever, dog. So I get out of the fucking, I get out of the airport, dog. And my boy's meeting me up on the curb. He's out here. I'm ready for you. Just come in straight. I'm right here. Park right here, ready for you. I come out. I got all my layers. Got my bubble jacket. Got my beanie. Got my scarf. Got my gloves, dog. I'm ready to brace myself. But I'm already noticing people around me not as bundled up as me. They're not as bundled up as me. You know, they got their light jacket, uh, their cool little sweater, their hoodie. I'm like, all these people are probably used to this type of shit. Right? Whatever. Odd. Just look around like, that's bizarre. Not as, People are not as bundled up as me. Where are their fucking layers? Um, so now walking... I go outside, I'm going to brace myself. I know my face is going to hurt as soon as I come out here. I know everything, my, everything's going to freeze on me, fool. But look, I'm ready. I'm prepared, fool. I come out, fool. It's sunny. 
Está bonito el pinche día. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. Pero está bonito el pinche día, güey. Sun, clear skies. I'm like, no wind. I'm like, huh? What the fuck? Whatever, dog. I got my shit. I get in the I see the, my boy. I get in the car, I get in his truck. He's got a Jeep. So, dog, what's up, fool? How's your flag? Cool. I look at his, I look at his, uh, at his car display. It says negative one on it. I'm like, well, okay, well, it's not negative 15. It's negative one. All right. This is what negative one feels like. Kind of weird. Not that bad. And I'm like, then I notice it. And I think you guys already caught on, fool. I noticed a fucking C next to the negative one. So I'm like, wait, mine is one. Wait a minute. C, is it Celsius? He goes, yeah, Celsius, dog. This is Celsius. We do Celsius here, not Fahrenheit. Oh, you guys do Fahrenheit, huh? Oh, yeah, we don't fuck with Fahrenheit. We do Celsius. I'm like, oh, yeah, so it's minus one Celsius, which is probably like, what, 35 degrees? 35 Fahrenheit? I'm like, Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, it's 35. Oh, man, bro, I thought I thought it was minus one degrees. Like, oh, no, nah, fool. If it was minus, it's going to be, it's going to drop down to minus 15 Celsius at night in La Noche, way. Ahorita it's midday. It's pretty. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. It's minus one. It's going to drop down to minus 15, which is like minus 25 for you. I mean, minus 12, which is like 25 degrees for you. So it's still gonna be kind of cold, but not that cold. And I'm just like, oh, fool, I'm freaking out. I thought we were like freezing. I thought we were, I thought I was walking into the day after tomorrow right here, dog. I thought I was gonna fucking crisp my ass off and freeze my balls off. He's like, no, it's not too bad. I mean, it's cold. It is cold, fool. Like you don't want to be outside and shit, but it's not that bad, fool. It's livable. It's livable. It's really, you know. I'm just like, all right. And so they burst my bow. Now I feel like. Overdressed, right? Like now I feel like I got too many layers, dog. Right now I got like, oh fuck, maybe I didn't need this money layer. I could barely move in this motherfucker, dog. I feel like I'm in a I don't know, like in a sleeping bag, dog. And I'm like, ah oh, shit, I think I already did. And I told him, oh fuck, I think I already did it, bro. Like look at these, I bought these gloves, this fucking hat, beanie, look at the scarf. Like, I know, bro, it's not good, man. You're not, but you're from Cali, dog. You're not used to this shit. I'm like, I know, I'm fucking like an idiot, dog. He starts laughing. I thought it was going to be minus 15 degrees, dog. He's all like, no, Fahrenheit? Minus 15 Fahrenheit, bro. No, that's like minus 50 Celsius, dog. Hells no, bro. That's way too bad. No, no, it's not even that bad right here, dog. And I was just like, well, you told me it was going to be cold. Yes, it's cold. I go, yes. He's like, yes, I told you it was going to be cold for you from L.A. Like, you coming from L.A., it's going to be cold. But, like, whatever, fool. And I feel like an idiot, dog. The show itself was cool. Um, it's also Halloween there. They also celebrate Halloween. So it's Halloween weekend. Party weekend. So I performed at this nightclub. It's a nightclub, fool. And they've never had comedy before. So they wanted to do comedy from 7 to 9. And then the the, com- the, the nightclub starts after 9, 9.30, whatever. Right? Open Doors open at 9. And so people were there. People were there. There was probably 100 people. But a lot of people were there, like, just, like, kind of waiting around for the club to start. Just there early. Like, oh, there's a comedy show before the club. You should come down. Come hang out. So a lot of people were there just like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. We'll come down. It's free before 9 or whatever the fuck. So, like, one of those situations. So, I mean, I did my thing. 
Uh, there was a couple of things I wasn't too confident about because I wasn't sure they were going to hit, you know, being in another country, my lingo, the way I talk. Uh, there weren't that many Mexicans out there. There's a lot of Central Americans, a lot of uh, uh, South Americans, a lot of uh, Venezuela, Colombianos, Dominicanos, Puerto Ricanos, a lot of that, a lot of that. Uh, Guatemala, Salvador, also some Mexicans sprinkled in there. But, you know, I just feel like, all right, I got to like cater to everybody here and figure this shit out. So I did a lot, like, a lot of crowd work. Some of it hit, some of it didn't. I mean, don't let it fool you guys. There's a lot of crowd work video clips going on right now on TikTok, bro. Those are the ones that hit. A lot of, a lot of those fucking crowd work stuff does not hit. So just be aware of that. When you come to an actual comedy show and you go and see crowd work, you know, a lot of it is not going to be funny, guys. And then sometimes it's going to be hella funny. So just prepare for that. And that's how I felt. I felt like I was fucking with people. I was making people laugh, fucking with them, fucking with them, fucking with them. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Then I move on to these other people. Fuck with them, and it was not. It wasn't as funny, and it was like going nowhere, and it was getting awkward, and I was like, shit. okay, let me go back to these motherfuckers. They were, they were cool, and then start fucking with them again. So it was that kind of that situation with me. At the end of the day, we got through it, got paid. I saw Canada. It is what it is. Well, and I'm back, and I'm back, and I'm back. Now this weekend, I'll be coming out to uh, San Antonio, Texas, and Austin, Texas. All right, San Antonio will be at the Woodlawn Theater with Concrete. And Austin, Texas will be at the Roscoe's Comedy Club Friday and Saturday. Friday, San Antonio. Saturday, Austin. Get your tickets, guys. Get your motherfucking tickets. We're going to have a blast. Next weekend, November 9th, Denver Improv. Denver Improv again with Concrete. Then November 10th, Oxnard Levity Live. Concrete is still up in the air in that one. He has other shit going on that day. He's going to try and make it. But for now, Jerry G will be there. Friday night, Oxnard, November 10th. I mean, November 10th, Oxnard. November 9th, Denver Improv, right? Uh, yeah, fool. I, and I think that's pretty much it for now. I got to wrap this up. I got a lot of shit going on today I got to get to, fool. So um, I don't think I see any shout-outs here, fool, that I, that I screenshot. I know they're in my DMs, but I got to flood through that, and I don't have time for all that. I ain't got time for that. Uh, shout out to all the listeners out there, all the good, beautiful people out here listening to the fucking podcast. I appreciate you, motherfuckers. Uh, um, I do get a lot of uh, love. Um, a lot of cool people hitting me up saying they enjoy the podcast. Sometimes I screenshot it, sometimes I don't. But shout out to Sammy, the producer. Shout out to Chris Grullon. Shout out to the homie George Angiano. Uh, who else I got? Shout outs to Lorena Gutierrez, listener. Uh, shout outs to this. Uh, let me see. Uh, summer, summer, uh, summer something. I can't see what it means, but shout outs to you. Cindy Rodriguez, shout out to you. Uh, let me see here. What else you got? Let me see. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, okay. I think that's it. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Uh, I know I have some right here. Angie, but Nicole Bravo, of course. Shout out, shout out to you. There was one I did want to read. Where is it at? Um, I read, I read. How about them Rangers, though, right? How about them Rangers, dog? Pinche Corey Seager way. Oh, my God, how I miss that motherfucker, dog. Like I've said it before, and I said it in my random, my real, dog. Corey Seager, I love Corey Seager. One of my favorite players, dog. Thoroughbred, white boy, shortstop, reminds me of Kel Ripken. Bad motherfucker. But he started to break down on us, guys. He had a couple injuries. He missed like 2021. 
going into a uh, going into a um, a pinche free agent year. Dodgers, I get what the Dodgers try to do, right? They try to finesse. They went after Trey Turner as insurance in case Corey Seager leaves. But come on, it's not about in case, bro. Once you got Trey Turner, you knew then that the Dodgers preferred Trey Turner. And I'm not even mad at them for that. Trey Turner's younger, faster, coming up, proven. Like, I love Trey Turner also, fool. The problem is that once we got Trey Turner... That was pretty much it for Corey Seager, dog. Like, he was going to look elsewhere. And you can't blame him. You can't blame him. So I prepared myself to lose Corey Seager, hoping we would get Trey Turner. Now, all this shit fell apart once Trey Turner said, uh, 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 I'm going back to the East Coast, man. Fuck this West Coast shit, dog. That's what fucked us over, dog, because our point was to sign Trey Turner to a long term and have Trey Turner as our shortstop and let Corey Seager go. Once again, Trey Turner being more... Younger, proven, on the come up. Corey Seager being uh, injured, you know, getting the most of him. Seven years, six years, whatever we got out of him. A little older. I understood. I understood the move. And I was okay with Corey Seager leaving. Corey Seager wanted the big bag, bro. He's he's got that one fucking power agent that's not going to let Corey Seager sign for no discount, no Nothing. He's gonna get try and get the most out of Corey Seager. I saw Corey Seager as a guy who's gonna, yeah, sure, he's gonna be a good signing, but he's not not for ten years. He's gonna break down. He's gonna break down a lot. And so I was like, okay, I get it. Let's not resign him. I get it. But it hurt to see him go. And now I look at him. He's just bottling it up in Texas, about to get a second World Series ring, about to get a second MVP trophy. Well, he deserves it, bro. And just another slap in the face to his Dodger fans, right? But I, I can't get mad at him. Is what I'm trying to tell you. I can't even get mad at him, fool. Um, such a dope player, fool. Very, very missed out here, dog. All right. Uh, I think that's it. I do have a bunch of little fucking... Oh, my God. My son was Michael Jackson for... If you guys saw, he was Michael Jackson for uh, Halloween. He won Funniest in his parade at school. They were very excited about that. He was super happy, super stoked. Um, that wasn't my idea. It was I didn't even know he liked or knew about Michael Jackson, though, to be honest with you. But TikToks, right? These reels that he's on, fucking watching YouTube all the time. He learns about Michael Jackson. And I didn't know how much he hopefully didn't know. I hope he didn't learn all of what Michael Jackson was up to. But he knows who Michael Jackson is. He thought that would be a cool costume. I've always been encouraging him to be something different, dog. Fuck the mummies, the zombies, the ninjas, the wolves. Nah, fuck that. Be something better, dog. Be more. Be funny. Stand out. There's some cool, like, costumes out there, you know, and... He was going to be Alfalfa from the Little Rascals, and that, we're set on that. And then a couple of weeks ago, he's like, no, nah, you know I'm going to be Michael Jackson. I'm like, Michael Jackson? What do you know about Michael Jackson, dog? Name five songs, fool. Five songs. He couldn't name one. <laughs> he couldn't name one. But I don't know where he got it from, where he saw it, but that's what he wanted to be, dog. So, and he did a good job for it, dog. Good job. Uh, really cool. Got him uh, his jacket on Amazon. Bought him a bunch of little cool stuff, a cool wig. Killed it, bro. Killed it. All right. I got to go. Guys, please come out to the shows. Bunch of shows coming up, bro. Check out my link. I got a link tree now. Go to all that stuff. Please share the podcast. Por favor. Share the podcast. 
Send me some questions. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a better job. I was going through my DMs right now, man. I'm kind of flooded right now in, in messages. Uh, please, I, I I promise I will screenshot it and I will definitely read it. In fact, there was a I did see a shout out I wanted to get to. Shout out to Lalo and Tanya from Mesa, Arizona. They were out there in Chandler, Arizona. Big fans of the podcast. Got to see them, shake some hands, take some pictures. Lalo Itania from Mesa, Arizona, dog. All right, a bunch of motherfuckers out there. Chandler Fool was a vibe, bro. I really enjoyed it. I uh, can't wait to be back. All right, uh, they will not for- want to forget that shout out. A huevo, vamos resto. Lakers Clippers tonight, dog. November 1st. Uh, shit, dog. That should be a good one, right? That, that, that should be a good one. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, uh, fucking, uh, uh fuck, motherfuckers got James Harden full. Oh, no mames, way. Uh, ta cabron, way. But, um, shout out to Jaime Solorio, big Clipper fan. And, uh, I know, fool, I know. We're supposed to go to a game soon, so hopefully we will make that happen, dog. Lakers tonight. Lakers Clippers should be fun, dog, all right? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Goodbye, Josh McDaniels. Good riddance. Gracias a Dios. I'm done with that guy. Horrible hiring since the beginning. Never should have hired that fool. I hate, hate that they, they got him in the first place, dog. And now we're fucked, fool. Now we're fucked. And we'll see where we go. Hopefully we get Jim Harbaugh. I'm down for that, fool. Anyways, all right. That's enough sport. We'll talk about that next week. Let's see what happens, all right? That's it. I'm out of here. I got to go, fool. I'm out of here, Jerry G. Have a good one. I'm out.